You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. This is the Insurance Deal, and I am your host, Ellen Deal. It is a great day, and I am super excited to be with you guys for another episode of the Insurance Deal. Just to remind you real quickly, what we do every week is get together and talk about all things insurance. For anyone who's thinking that insurance is not interesting, well, you're wrong. And if you listen for the next hour, you're probably going to find yourself saying, oh, wow, and I did not know that. So who am I and why am I here? I am Ellen Deal. I am an insurance professional that's been in the industry since 1992, before the child labor laws went into effect, and started selling in 96. So I have friends um, across all reaches of the industry, and I am enjoying getting someone from a different segment of the industry to come be our guest every week. So this week, in a very exciting episode, we are going to be talking about property and casualty insurance. Some of you probably don't even know the difference between different types of insurance. Um, I used to not know the difference. You got your health insurance that a lot of people get through your company, or maybe some of you through the exchange, which we won't go into today. But when you're talking about your home or your car or your business, we have the man above all men here with us today. My friend Andy Siegel has been in the insurance industry since, I think, high school. Didn't you start? Uh, 1985. Okay, so he started interning pretty early, but it was a safe environment to intern. Um, So Andy is the president of Siegel Insurance out of Atlanta, Georgia, and you're still the president of the Big Eye? Past president. Past president of the Big Eye. Um, So Andy, tell everybody a little bit what you want them to know about you, your company, the Big Eye, and how much you love property and casualty? So the real simple answer is the big I is the Independent Insurance Agents of Georgia. Uh, We are a trade association for agents who represent and work for more than one company. Uh, There are different ways to buy insurance where you call 1-800-STRANGER. You can call your neighborhood direct rider, such as Allstate or State Farm, who gives you no choice. Mm -hmm. Or you call someone who's independent like me, Mm -hmm. who represents multiple companies and can get you options from several and help you find the best one. So we tailor coverages for you for your business, your home, your auto, your valuables, and any insurance need you have. Choice. Wow. Um, Choice. How much choice? How many insurance companies do you represent? Uh, On the property and casualty side, over a dozen. Uh, We find many more than that. They're too similar, but we can find a program that fits pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. Wow. So see, folks, this is exciting. And, and Andy, you'll have to forgive me because I'm going to go there real quick. With uh, with the Affordable Care Act right now in Georgia, we're about to only have two choices for insurance on the exchange. So as you can see, the property and casualty world, home and auto, um, virtually untouched with so many options. How many did you say? At least a dozen. The really one thing I want to point out, too, is people look at insurance as a commodity, and it's not. Mm -hmm. The products are different. Uh, You can buy rich products. You can buy uh, low-level products that make you legal. And you need to find something to fit your specific needs, and that's what I help you do. Mm -hmm. You know, he's bringing up, actually, a very excellent point. There are... There are two things that equal money. There's premium, what you pay every month for what you get, and then there's cost. So let's say you have a service issue and you have to spend five hours of your time 
on the phone calling to get your car repaired or your sink overflowed in your kitchen and now you need all your floors and your cabinets repaired. So there's premium and there's cost. And if your time is valuable or you at least think your time is valuable, that's why you need to work with an independent insurance agent who's representing as many companies as he can and more importantly, representing you. So don't just look at premium, look at your time as a cost as well. Yeah, the products are very different. I had a friend uh, who had a car accident, and this company claimed to save them 15%, but when she went to get her car fixed, they wanted to use aftermarket parts. Ooh, See, yes. No, seriously, I gasped yeah. out loud because I would, n- I would never have thought of that. I would have never thought, oh, they're getting the premium savings from cutting. An inferior policy. Yeah. Yeah, and well, and folks, that's another thing. When you're calling an eight hundred number, one eight hundred stranger, I think you said, yeah, mm-hmm. um, or going online and just filling out a form saying, uh, yeah, I need to cover my car. It's this year. I paid this much for it, or you know, it has four wheels instead of three. Um, you're not getting someone to go through the policy and look at your needs. Um, let, let's do this for example. So let's say you've got uh, a college student with no assets versus a person who's about to go into retirement and tons of assets on the line. What would be the differences in coverage that they might need? So the biggest protection item we look at is liability coverage and what limits you might need. A college student, somebody with very little to protect, doesn't need the high limits. But someone who's worked all their lives, uh, has a home, maybe a second home, a couple of cars, kids, uh, retirement savings, other investments, they need more protection than what you can even get from your auto and home policy. So we recommend an umbrella liability that gives you a million or more on top of your home and auto limits. See, folks, I bet you thought this hour was not going to be interesting. We're we're not even five minutes in yet, and my mind is blown already. I think it's fantastic. Um, I actually do have an umbrella policy, and uh, that is so that if anything ever happens and people want to attempt to sue me beyond belief, then uh, they're not going to be getting into what I've been working hard for for all these years. The umbrella policy is the best buy in insurance. For about $125 or $150 a year, you get a million dollars of coverage, and you can pay for it by raising your deductibles on your home and auto. See? There you go. Very simple. Right there. Brilliant. Additional protection that you'll probably never have to use, but that's what insurance is about in every facet. Whether it's yourself, your family, your car, your home, then there are just things that have to be protected, and you have to be ready for any event, not just everyday events. Um, what else? Let's let's keep talking about cars for a minute. What else? We've got um, uninsured motorists. We'll just go ahead and jump on that one. Great. Um, do you know anything about like the percentages of un- uninsured motorists in Georgia and how that impacts our economy? So what we're seeing, and I'll get a little deeper into this in just a minute, but basically your auto insurance has a couple of components of coverage. Uh, one is you're covering the car, but the other is liability. Others you heard. But uninsured motorist is protection on yourself for someone who either doesn't carry insurance or carries the state minimum. So your policy reacts on top of their limits if they injure you beyond their limits. Uh, well, I don't know hang the exact. On. I got lost. Okay. So are you saying that on top of my regular policy, I'm being smart, I have coverage, that if I don't have uninsured motorist coverage, that 
I'm not covered? Correct. So if you're protecting someone you hit for $100,000, mm-hmm. basic amount, mm-hmm. why would you only protect yourself for something less than that? We recommend you protect yourself the same way you're going to protect others. And the way to do that is with the uninsured motorist coverage. Do I have that? Yes. <laughs> As you could probably figure out right there, Andy is my property and casualty insurance agent. He takes care of my home and my auto, um, but we have not insured my dogs yet. Do you do pet insurance? Uh, that is a new product, and it's coming out, so there are some companies that offer that. All right. I think my two little guys are uninsurable, though. They're they're crazy. Is They've never pet? bitten, so they're okay. They have not bitten. Okay. Is there, well, actually, the little one does bite a little bit, but his teeth don't line up, so okay. it never really, you know. Is there an orthodontist for doggies to fix that? Uh, no. They've just been taking teeth out as they rot. Okay. He's, yeah, he's in bad shape. Um, so back to uninsured motorists. <laughs> uh, sorry to go there, but anyway... Uh, so if someone hits you in a car accident and it's clearly their fault, they may leave the scene of the accident. As Ellen was going, there may be people who are not in this country properly who want to flee the scene. Yes. So you're left in a hit-and-run situation. That's considered uninsured motorist. Have you ever come out from a parking lot to a parking lot where your car is and seen that somebody hit you and left? Yes. That's also hit-and-run. So uninsured motorist covers those damages. Mm-hmm. Some of our biggest claims that we've had in our agency have been on the uninsured motorist side, where a client is hit by someone, a uh, person carrying legal coverage, right. but their limits aren't high enough. The most recent one I can think of was a client who was pregnant, standing outside the back of her car, mm-hmm. and got pinned by a car backing up into her. <gasps> she damaged her knees, needed surgery. Uh, the other carrier paid out $100,000. Oh, my gosh. Our carrier has reserved... A lot more than that for the injuries that our client suffered. Mm -hmm. But our client had enough coverage to cover that. Oh, my gosh. So it's not just uninsured. It's underinsured motorist. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one of the things that that we're going to talk about, but let's go there now, because when you said um, hitting a a car in a parking lot, uh, my car was in the shop one time, and I had rented a car. And any time I rent a car and they want to to have you buy the renter's insurance. I don't want to do that. I just feel like, oh, it's so unnecessary. So I'd been doing it. And then this one time I was like, I'm not paying for that stupid rental insurance. I'll never need it. I won't use it. So lo and behold, about a day into having that rental car, I was in a parking lot and I came out and somebody had crunched the baloney out of that rental car. So I had another deductible. I had two deductibles, one on my car and then one on the rental car. Man, that was bad. So rental insurance, what do you think? So if you have coverage on your car, comprehensive and collision, you have the car is damaged or stolen or in an accident, the coverage usually transfers to the car that you rent. Again, it has to be a substitute vehicle. You can't just rent a car for your relative to drive who's in town for the week and be an extra car. The insurance company is getting a premium for the exposure of the one car, so while that car is in the shop, they'll cover the substitute vehicle. Same deductibles would apply. Yeah, which is why I had to pay another deductible. Yeah. 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 Hmm. That was fun. Um, so comprehensive. Um, looking at looking at some notes here. So there's collision, which you were just saying. Collision. So yeah, on the car itself, there are two types of coverage. One are for things that are not while the car is moving, pretty much. So a hailstorm to your car, a tree falling on it, the car being flooded, the car being vandalized, uh, uh, theft, and uh, other silly things that can happen, broken windshields. Mm -hmm. Those usually fall under comprehensive. 
if I may digress, here's an example of a claim that was covered by Comprehensive. Okay. Had a client one time who was rolling down their window and throwing something out the window and missed. Broke the window. That was covered by Comprehensive. Really? Well, what what kind of person would do something like that? Some litter bug, I guess. I a don't know. A litter bug. A litter bug. So, wow. Even had a client one time using a pop-up umbrella. Didn't realize how close to the windshield it was. Cracked the windshield. Okay, that was not me. Okay. <laughs> um, cracked the windshield? Yes. Um, so, if your car... Okay, rocks in the windshield. I'm driving down the road literally yesterday, and this rock comes flying. It did not chip my windshield, thank goodness, but it was whew, It was a pretty solid hit. Um, is having your front windshield replaced something that insurance covers? It does, from any kind of damage. Some companies have a feature where you have no deductible for the glass most companies do have a deductible that applies to a glass claim mm-hmm. so all right so that's why you see these companies that will come replace your windshield wherever you are which seems pretty darn convenient um so any idea how much it is to get a windshield replaced so it's expensive uh what's happened in the industry is cars become safer they also become smarter I brought a couple of examples of the cost of a windshield with Show rain. Them to our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's windshields with rain sensors. One example here from one of the companies uh. represent over $2,200 for a windshield with rain sensors. Ooh. So now, where before people who got a chip in their windshield were pretty much probably covering the cost of that themselves, now with these rain sensor windows, so. If the deductible is $1,000 and... It's a significant amount of repair to fix that, and not your everyday person can do that. A lot of times you have to go back to the dealer for some of these specialty windshields. Wow. And that costs money. Well, I want to keep talking about that. We're going to go to a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more about windshields. Do you have problems with sinus pain and pressure? Do other people smell things that you don't? Have you lost the joy in eating because food just doesn't taste like it used to? Is your nose always stuffy, no matter what you do? Maybe you have sinus or nasal polyps. These are generally benign growths that occur from chronic sinus infection or allergies that are either undertreated or have not been treated at all. At Peachtree ENT Center, we specialize in minimally invasive balloon dilation sinus surgery and correction of a deviated nasal septum and turbinate reduction surgery that can be done in the office. We use a state-of-the-art equipment so that you can see the problem. You will be a partner in your care, and together we will decide the course of treatment. We believe in old-fashioned medicine, where we take the time to fix the problem, not just medicate the symptoms. You can rest assured that all options will be offered before surgery is recommended, because Peachtree ENT Center is where patient care counts. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business, or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200, or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. 
Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Insurance Deal. I am your host, Ellen Deal, and my very special guest today is Andy Siegel of Siegel Insurance. Um, we'll just take a moment to let you guys know how to get in touch with us. You can email me with any insurance question you have at all, or if you are interested in a particular topic and having that covered on the show, I am working hard to get someone to come in and talk to us about kidnapping insurance because that just, I, I, I'm sorry, I really think insurance is interesting and I can't wait to hear how the kidnapping insurance goes. So I'm working on that one. But if you want to get in touch with me, uh, the best place is my email address at idealsolutions at gmail.com. That's I-D-I-E-H-L solutions at gmail.com. Ask me any of your insurance questions and I will help you to the best of my ability. Andy, before we get back into windshields, um, tell, tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you for questions. So the best way to reach me is in my office. The uh, phone number there is 404-633-6332 and the email address for the agency, you can use info, I-N-F-O, at Siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L, insurance.com. Okay, give them the phone number one more time because that was pretty quick. 404-633-6332. Okay, all right. And if you don't remember any of that, you can email me. Ha! Um, so, So we've got loads, loads, loads more to talk about, but I was really interested in these new fangled windshields and how much they cost. So back in the day when your windshield was broken, it was like, what, less than $1,000? It was probably 250 to $300 to fix a windshield. Okay, great. So if you had a, even if you had a $500 deductible but you needed a new windshield, you did not have to start tapping into your insurance. You could just call one of these handy-dandy windshield replacement services. They'll come to your office or your front yard or your softball game or your swim meet and replace that windshield easy breezy everybody's happy so now that we have tell them about the new kinds of windshields that we have and how much these things cost what they do well, and what they cost. as cars become safer they become more expensive to fix uh, and windshields are one prime example i mean they don't shatter anymore you can't hurt yourself when a windshield cracks when your airbag goes off it usually bounces up. The passenger airbag bounces up off the windshield to protect the passenger. Hmm. Breaks the windshield. Did not know that. But that's a safety thing. Okay. So the windshield has to be replaced now. Okay. Which is why small accidents can cost a lot to repair a car. So the airbag is how much? $2,000 each. And the windshield is how much? And the nicer car is at least 2000 So you could potentially have a low-speed crash where both airbags deployed, the windshield gets bashed out, and 6000 bucks. Or you could be like one of our clients a couple of years ago whose teen son was driving too fast over a series of speed humps. (laughs) 
and set off all the airbags in the car, including the side airbags. Oh that my. was over $6,000 to fix that. Oh, my gosh. Tell me that boy got disciplined. I don't know what happened to him. They're still looking for him. I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy. All right. So the lesson there, if you weren't listening closely, speed bumps, speed humps. If you go too fast over them, your airbags could deploy, and that will cost you money. Um, well, so does a policy cover someone for being reckless? Well, I guess that's what a wreck is, but stupid and re- reckless. Unfortunately, there is no cu- there's no exclusion for stupidity in most insurance policies. So there's not like a pre-existing clause like we know you're not really bright, so we're as long as it's not intentional, it's usually going to be covered. Intentional. What if somebody is like act of war or trying to commit suicide? Uh. Depends on the situation, but in an act of war, that's usually excluded. Okay. Uh, but if they're committing suicide, the insurance company is going to pay for the person they injure or damage if they try and drive through a crowd or something. Okay. And then, um, oh, here's another good one. I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm opening your mind that yes. you have not had to do in a while. What if they're committing a crime? Criminal acts are usually not covered. Okay, good. So if you are going to rob a bank and try and get away in a car, go ahead and steal a car instead of yours because you don't want to have to cover that on your insurance. That's one practical way to look at it, yes. Ha, ha, So I'm not a criminal, but if I were. Um, so I, I, I jumped us off topic from those windshields. What do these windshields do now that's so fancy? Well, it's cars are designed to keep you safe. And from a windshield standpoint, uh, the windshield wipers turn on by themselves or turn off by themselves. They sense the rain. Mm-hmm. Some windshields have uh, heads-up displays in them mm. that oh. project back and uh, have special coatings. And they're just very expensive. Oh. But that goes along with all car parts that are expensive. Wow. So if you have a minor car accident, think back 10, 15 years ago. You collide with another car at 10 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It was probably just a few hundred dollars to fix. Mm-hmm. And the average body shop could fix it in a day. Mm-hmm. Now that same 10-mile-an-hour accident... You're hitting a bumper that's got more parts to it. Yeah. It's more complicated. Mm-hmm. There's sensors. There are possibly cameras in there. Mm-hmm. And your next-door mechanic, your neighborhood mechanic and body shop can't fix it. It's got to go back to the dealer. Mm. So it costs more for that same part. Oof. Wow. Which is why car insurance rates have crept up in Georgia at the fastest rate since I've been in the industry. So what have you seen in insurance rates since 1985? So... Rates usually creep up a little bit every year because insurance pays really for two things. It pays to fix people when they get hurt, mm-hmm. and it pays to fix cars when they get damaged. Okay. We all know what are happening to medical costs right now. Mm-hmm. They're not going down. They're going up. Correct. And the cost to repair cars is going up. Okay. So, yes, while there may be – while cars are safer, they're much more expensive to fix. Hmm. We're so, also, as a society, much more distracted while we're driving. Yes. So uh, – Last year, in 2016, traffic fatalities were up by 6%. In Georgia or nationally? Nationwide. Okay. Uh, which is a 10-year high. And the cost of the uh, crashes themselves from injury and damage increased 12%. And that's a note from the Washington Post uh, regarding numbers from last year. Now, when they're saying a 10-year high, do they mean they just only studied the last 10 years? Or 10 years ago or 11 years ago, there was another high? This was the biggest increase over the last 10 years. That's as far back as they went. Okay. All right. Um, Because I'm like, well, what happened 11 years ago? Were we all losing our minds for another reason? Well, the other reason, too, that rates are up is because people are driving more. Gas prices are at really historic lows based on inflation. Mm -hmm. People are driving more. 
people are more distracted. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are uh, using social media while they're driving. They're oh, using yeah. not just their phones, but the devices in the car can be distracting. Mm-hmm. Your GPS systems, your radio, uh, and your communication systems. Just getting to use the Bluetooth on your phone Yeah, wow. with your car can be complicated for some. So what else technology-wise on a car? I know in my car I get the annoying tire pressure notice. So let's say that I, God forbid, knock on wood laminate. Um, I'm an excellent driver. Um so I know there's tire pressure sensors. Is there so something could damage a tire, and then I have to replace that more expensive tire or tire pressure sensor? I think that's more of a labor issue. I don't think the sensors themselves go bad. They just need to be reset. Okay. But the electronics in a car are huge. Uh, you know, in an accident, because the car is communicating basically like a mainframe computer system mm-hmm. with all its components, it's a lot more complicated to fix if one area is damaged in an accident. So in a bumper, you had mentioned the bumper. What I mean, what's in a bumper these days? Well, they're little sonar sensors. As you pull into a parking space or back up, mm-hmm. many cars now will beep. Yes. And let you know that you're getting too close to something. Okay. See, as a as a as a just a regular consumer, uh, consuming insurance, driving a car, I know that there's the backup camera, and I know that there's things that beep, but I don't think about that if something happens to that bumper, all those sensors are going out. And um, have to be replaced. Okay. So we've got sensors in the front, sensors in the back. Uh, we've got airbags all around the interior of the car. What else have we got? Well, just looking at other things that are more expensive for headlights. It's not just your $10 bulb and a headlight now. It's Xeon headlights and or Xenon and uh, LED headlights that are a lot more expensive in a housing to replace than just a $10 bulb you can buy at the auto parts store. That is a great point. I had not thought about that because, okay, in 1985 when I got my first car, um, I was dating a boy that taught me how to everybody sit down taught me how to change my own oil. I used to crawl under my own car and change the oil, which I don't think I could fit into the car anymore, but, uh, or know how to do it because there's electronics involved. But in terms of that light bulb in the headlight that you're talking about, yeah, there were times I remember when we just changed the bulb in the headlight. Now it's an entire headlamp It's a whole assembly. Think about this. How many car people have you? How many have you are driving hybrids right now? Battery packs aren't cheap. How much is a battery pack? Maybe three to four thousand dollars. Okay. So how long? This is another thing. When people talk about you know renewable energy and electric cars and it's so great, um, I, I'm not, I know I'm taking you off insurance, but I'm I'm finding this interesting, and it is the insurance deal. It is my show, so we're going to talk about what I want. Um, with with the batteries in the cars, what's the typical? Uh, of a hybrid car or an electric car, typical lifespan of a battery? I think at least five to seven years. Okay. And then when five to seven years is over, how much might it cost to replace said battery? Uh, several thousand dollars. Okay. So I mean, personally, we have a 2008 hybrid mm-hmm. uh, that has now about 80,000 miles on it. It's still on the original batteries, and it's mm-hmm. fine. So all of the money that, and, and I realize that um, the energy green people are not going to like what I'm about to say, but if you're driving a car and saving money because it has, it's an electric car, and you've got all these savings, and then all of a sudden you have to spend $3,000 on a new battery, does that not negate everything you just saved? 
Sort of. It used to be the hybrids were much more expensive, and people bought them for environmental reasons, not necessarily economic reasons. Mm. Uh, I think the price of the hybrids and the batteries have come down to be not that much more expensive than your standard gasoline cars. Mm -hmm. Uh, We drove a Nissan Leaf for three years because there was a great lease deal on them. Mm -hmm. It was a great little car. It didn't have the range that you'd want for driving too far, but it was great for a city car. Right. Okay. All right, folks. Well, stay tuned. Stay with us as we come back from this break. This is the Insurance Deal. I'm Ellen Deal, and we'll see you in a few minutes. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. All right, everybody, we are back. I am Ellen Deal. This is the insurance deal, and our special guest today is my friend Andy Siegel of Siegel Insurance. We uh, are talking about property and casualty, home and auto and business, and you may be sitting out there thinking this is not very interesting, except it's riveting. I'm having a great time. Andy's smiling right now. It's radio, so you can't see that he's nodding his head and smiling, but he is totally having a great time it is a blast here at the insurance deal we've got so much more to cover and we're just going to have a really great time what we were talking about before we left on the break was although technology is great and it's making cars safer and safer every time you make something safer you make it a little more expensive so if you're driving a fancy car Heads up, eyes on the road, be careful, look out for people around you. But if you need a really great insurance agent, Andy Siegel is the man. Give them your contact info again. Sure, you can reach me in my office at 404-633-6332. And I'll give you an email address of Andy, A-N-D-Y, at SiegelInsurance.com, S-I-E-G-E-L, insurance, all spelled out, 
com. And any insurance questions you have of any nature or future topics that you want to hear on the show, you can email me at idealsolutions at gmail.com. That's idealsolutions at gmail.com. And we will talk about insurance that you are interested in. So we have, gosh, we've talked about prices going up. We've talked about technology in cars. We've talked about liability and uninsured motorists. Yeah, one question I get a lot as you start uh, reviewing all that is how much coverage do I need? Okay. How much how much coverage do I need? So the depends on your assets and your net worth, but if you're just a young college kid starting out, lower limits are probably sufficient. But at some point you're going to have an income to protect. Mm-hmm. And if you have a $100,000 policy and you hit somebody in a car accident, how much will a hundred thousand? How far will it go mm-hmm. for someone who's in the hospital for three weeks? Mm-hmm. It's going to get used up. Mm-hmm. But what you'll find as you look at various limits is it's very inexpensive to get higher limits. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting a base policy with a hundred thousand dollars of coverage for the person you injure, you could triple that for probably fifteen percent more. Mm-hmm. So uh, you need to protect get enough limits to protect your assets. Okay. So if someone were to sue you, they're mm-hmm. going to get the money from the insurance company first. But if you've got more in assets and savings and you own a house, they're going to come after other things you own. Mm-hmm. We've even seen cases where uh, if you're grossly negligent, a judge will garnish your wages going forward wow. for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, nobody wants that. Um, so in terms of working with an insurance agent like you, you've got access to the market, lots of different insurance companies, carriers, and um, folks that are just out on a, an online company or a 1-800 kind of company. What came to my mind as you were talking about the type of coverage you need, the level of coverage you need was, you know, let's say that somebody's in college and they go out to 1-800-STRANGER and get their coverage. And then they just keep paying their bill and paying their bill and paying their bill. And then they get out of college and they get a great job. And no one ever reviews their coverage with them. Talk about the differences between a a, a personally owned business like yours versus the, the 1-800-MONSTERS and, and how you provide a different level of service than that. So as an independent business, we put the customer first. We work for the the our clients or the insureds. Whereas 1-800-STRANGER, you're talking to an employee of a company in some remote location, generally in the U.S., who's just taking your order. Mm-hmm. Most people I've talked to don't know enough about insurance to figure out exactly what they need. They need someone to help them determine that level of coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try and help people spend their insurance premium dollars wisely. Mm-hmm. Uh, with choice, we help recommend your situation, a reviewer situation, recommend the right limits that you'll need. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So um, unless you want to keep talking about that, uh, we've got plenty of time left to talk about um, business insurance and... Uh, yeah, home insurance. Home on, all right. So let's let's go into that. I mean, I'm sure you have had some crazy homeowners claims that have happened in your lifetime, in your career. Let's just tell me a story. What's something wacky that happened? And it's so, not me. This is a client with a second home with a tankless hot water heater. Okay. Left the shower running when they left the house. Two or three weeks later, the steam from the hot water in the shower caused the walls to get mushy. 
Ooh. It was covered. How? So hold on. He left the shower running. How do you step out of the shower and not turn it off? I didn't ask. So the so the tankless water heater, did it continue to keep the water hot the whole exactly. time? Exactly. So they never ran out of hot water because it was tankless. So so it never flooded. Nope. So the water the went steam. The steam. See, that's crazy. I mean, whoever thought you could leave the water running, it's going out the drain. See, I've thought of things before where things overflowed, but it never even overflowed. Just steamed right. the drywall into mush. Exactly. For how much of the home? Uh, just that general area of the bathroom. Oh, weird. Well, and yeah. you covered it. Yes. Okay, give me another weird story. I like the weird stories. Uh, it's the water damage claims. It's the client who switches their thermostat from heat to cool in the wintertime mm-hmm. to keep the house warm. Mm-hmm. Oops. And the pipe in the attic froze. <gasps> and half a million dollars later, uh, the house was fixed. I went to go see the client at the house, mm-hmm. and as I drove up the street, saw water coming down the street as it was being pumped out. Oh, no. They had over a foot of water in their basement. Oh, They had taken no. out the ceiling in the dining room. Plaster ceiling. Wow. So, yes, that was covered. It was stupidity, but it was covered. Plaster ceiling. So was it an older home? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. I have an aunt and uncle, and they were away for the weekend and came home, and the water line on their refrigerator had cracked. Mm -hmm. And they had, you know, just an inch of water, just an inch of water on the main level when they walked in. But when they went downstairs... The whole downstairs was ruined, too. So yeah. they had to get a lot of things replaced on the main level and the basement. So uh, check your water lines, people. Yeah, water damage in the industry is probably a third of the property insurance payouts. Hmm. Whether it's a line from your ice maker, your washer hose, uh, something from under your sink, or even the pipe that connects the toilet to the uh, plumbing system. Woo. Woo. So I do recommend braided lines wherever you can get them. They're just a few dollars each at the mm-hmm. Home Depots of the world. Yeah. And uh, replace them, you'll be much safer. Braided lines means those silver ones that connect behind your washer dryer for the lay person. Uh, so, yeah. That just, yeah, not plastic. Yeah. Um, all right. Homes. We're still on homes? Yeah. I mean, you've got liability exposure that your homeowner's policy gives you that you don't think about. So people think, gee, nobody's going to get hurt. Uh, but you might have a party at your house. You might be playing golf one day and whack somebody with a golf club by accident. Mm-hmm. Your kid may be at Little League and swing the bat and hit somebody else's kid. Those are all things covered by the liability section of your homeowner's coverage. Oh, see, things I wouldn't even think about. Right. Huh. So somebody just starting out, the college kid or young graduate, mm-hmm. is living somewhere. Mm-hmm. They need renter's insurance. Mm-hmm. First home they buy might be a condo. You need condo insurance. Mm-hmm. None of these things are expensive, but people think, I don't need it. I don't have any stuff. Mm-hmm. But from a liability exposure, you've got much more that can go wrong to ruin your financial future than losing $10,000 worth of old furniture and clothing. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Well, that's good to know. I just I don't think about those kind of things. So much in the insurance world you don't think about. Well, it's, and it's little things, too. So I, I joke that we're always the first ones to find out when uh, – a couple is about to get engaged because they call us to insure the jewelry. Ah. We also are sometimes the first to know when somebody's getting divorced because, oh, I'm not living at home anymore. I'm living over here. Am I covered? Oh, my gosh. So we're deeply involved in people's lives and keep everything confidential, of course. Of course. Uh, to protect everybody. Oh, my goodness, my goodness. Um, 
can we can we talk about what happens when you're in some kind of form of public transportation real quick? I mean, there's uh, there's all these different. So the rideshare companies, yeah. the Ubers and Lyfts. Yes. So generally, as a passenger, you're going to be covered to some extent by your own policy. Mm-hmm. If you have uninsured motorist coverage, your policy will cover you as a passenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an example of you asked about weird claims earlier. We had a client who was killed while a passenger in a friend's car. Oh. And her own policy paid the policy limit. Okay. Because that person's limit ran out. So the Uber and Lyft drivers, those programs give the people that drive for Uber and Lyft coverage for them and the passengers. Okay. So if you're injured in an Uber or a Lyft, then there's going to be some form of insurance to cover you. Right. The trickier question is if you drive for Uber and Lyft, how are you covered or not covered? I don't know. And it's very tricky. So not to get too technical, but get there, technical. there are three levels of coverage when you're driving for these rideshare companies. Okay. One is when you become available and you set the app that you're available. All right. That's level one. Level two is, oh, somebody flagged you and now you're on the way to get them. Mm-hmm. That's level two. Level three is when the passenger, the, the rider is in the car. Okay. And the way these rideshare companies work is they give different levels of coverage at each stage. Mm-hmm. I think Uber and Lyft only give fifty or maybe a hundred thousand liability coverage to the Uber driver uh, in stage one. Mm-hmm. Some go much higher than that once they have a passenger in the car. Mm-hmm. But it's tricky. And what happens too is your personal policy isn't going to cover you at all because you're driving for a fee. Mm-hmm. So if you're insured with any company, even my companies, uh, they're going to exclude you driving as a taxi service, which is really what you are. Okay. So in terms of taxi drivers versus Uber and Lyft drivers, is there any data? And I'm just springing this one on you, so, you know, out of nowhere, folks. Um if taxi drivers versus Uber and Lyft drivers, are there any studies that show how safe um, a, an Uber or Lyft is compared to a conventional taxi? Uh, that I do not know. Okay. I do not know. But it was a great question, ladies and gentlemen. I enjoyed asking it. Um, <laughs> Maybe in the next episode of the insurance deal, you'll find out. There you go. We will. T- we'll have. We're we're still here with you guys for another. You know, till the end of the show, but. Next time Andy comes back, we want an answer to that question. So that'll that'll be your condition. No yes. conditions. No conditions. Unconditional. Um, goodness me. Is there more on homes that we need to... Well, your homeowner's policy is going to cover your house. Mm-hmm. It's going to cover your contents. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you have replacement cost coverage. Mm-hmm. You don't want depreciated value for your stuff. Mm-hmm. One thing we're seeing in the industry now, though, uh, is a depreciated value coverage on your roof. Huh? So back in Atlanta in the late 2000s, early 2010s, mm-hmm. there were a lot of hailstorms. Yes. And people who had 20-year-old roofs got brand-new roofs. Oh, yeah. So insurance companies paid out a lot of money they never really planned to pay out uh-huh. to replace a roof that was pretty much worn out. Right. Okay. So we've seen more carriers go to limit how much coverage they'll pay for a roof. So mm-hmm. if you've got a 20, 20 year old roof, mm-hmm. uh, you might just get a few hundred dollars for it. Sure. But if the roof is less than, say, 10 or 15 years old, you might get an entirely new roof. Yeah. Then I've seen some companies that say you've got a 12 year old roof, we're depreciating it uh, 
Okay. They're going to take a little bit off every year because it is something that wears out. Well, I think that's fair. Uh, I'm not sure which tire company it is, but don't they, if you buy the little uh, the tire coverage insurance that they'll prorate the value of a tire. They're not going to, if you've got a two-year-old tire or a 20,000 miles on it tire, they're not going to just give you a brand new tire. But if you get a new tire, you drive it around for three days, and then it blows out. They're going to give you a brand new tire. Correct. But the history in the industry had been, regardless of the age of the roof, you're going to get a brand new roof. Mm-hmm. So as companies try and limit what they're paying in claims, to be fair, mm-hmm. they are limiting coverage. So make sure your policy uh, reflects that. Okay. We've also seen companies on the homeowner side go from a dollar deductible to a percentage deductible. And we can talk about that when we come back. Oh, look who's taking over when we come back from the break. See you in a minute, guys. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose, and with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Insurance Deal. I'm your host, Ellen Deal, as opposed to your host, Andy Siegel, who is a natural at this. He picked up on how to wrap up at the break with just no notice whatsoever, which I thought was actually fun and great. Um, why are we here and what are we doing? I'm your host, Ellen Deal. This is the insurance deal, and we're talking about all things insurance. Every week we get to bring you a new topic in the insurance world, a facet of insurance you may or may not have known about, and we will just blow your mind with fantastic information. Today, my friend and guest is Andy Siegel, the president of Siegel Insurance, and 
and he specializes in property and casualty. If you missed out, you're going to want to rewind and listen to the part where we talked about car insurance and liability coverage and uninsured motorists. And now, for all of you responsible Americans out there, we're still talking about homeowners insurance because there's so much to say. Um, before we left for the break, we were talking about what needs to be covered, but I wanted to ask specifically about trees. I hear people say, you know, there's a tree leaning in my yard, or there were worse yet, there's a tree leaning in my neighbor's yard. So let's say that my neighbor has a tree that's leaning towards my house, and I really think it's going to fall. What do I do? So, good question, and we get this a lot, especially in Atlanta where we have storms and lots of trees. Uh, it really becomes a liability issue. So you have to put the neighbor on notice, mm. usually in writing, ah. that there is a tree on their property that might cause damage or harm to you or your property. Okay. And again, if you want to be neighborly, you're nice about it. Maybe you talk to them first. Right. Uh, eventually, you may need an arborist out there to help you determine if the tree is alive or dead. Okay. Uh, but what we often see is the tree is leaning on a back part of somebody's property that they don't even know is a problem. Sure. So if the neighbor doesn't know it's leaning and you haven't told them, your policy will cover you for the damage caused by that tree, mm-hmm. but there's no liability on the neighbor's part. Okay. So in terms of notifying your neighbor in writing, does this need to be like a certified letter or a notarized letter or just an email will do? In the old days, certified letters are the way to go. Mm-hmm. Probably an email where they reply. You've got a copy of their response. So you have is sufficient. to see the reply. Okay. Yes. All right. So if they don't reply than a certified letter. Okay, so hey, if you're out there and somebody emails you about a tree. Yeah. I always suggest keeping it neighborly at first, and usually you can work it out. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, dog bites? What about dog bites? Who's on the hook for that? The homeowner's covered for that, mm-hmm. uh, but there are many, there are just a few breeds that most insurance companies don't want to insure, such as your Rottweilers and Dobermans and Pit Bulls. Hmm. They don't yeah. want to give you preferred rates uh, if you've got those breeds. Okay, so if you are a homeowner or about to be a homeowner or you're a dog owner who's about to be a homeowner, run down those breeds again for us. Uh, pit bulls, Rottweilers, Dobermans, they're all real tricky to insurance companies, so and they will ask. It's almost like a travel ban on dogs, you guys. Watch out. Uh, and right before the break, we were talking about changes in the industry to uh, that some companies have done where they take your deductible on your home insurance from a flat dollar amount. If you live in a half-million-dollar house, your mm-hmm. deductible might be $1,000. Okay. Some companies have snuck in under the radar that your deductible is now 1%. 1% of what? Your home value. Ooh. Not 1% of the claim, 1% of the home value. So, so your deductible just went from 1000 to 5000 on the on a claim. Now, do they change these policies without notifying the homeowner? They are giving legal notification, but it's not always on page one. Who reads that? Well, exactly, and that's the problem. We see a lot of clients who didn't know they had these percentage deductibles. Sometimes you'll see a percentage deductible just for wind and hail, and everything else is just a dollar deductible. So read your policies carefully and make sure you know what you have. So, again, that's where having a, a, a friend who is your insurance agent for your home and your auto and your business is going to be really advantageous over 1-800-STRANGER. Hmm. Yeah, we've also got lots of companies, too, that are very good at insuring valuables. Any standard homeowner's policies, even with the higher-end companies, still limit how much coverage you get for your jewelry, your silver, uh, your collections, your fine arts, and such. 
and you want to make sure you get those items listed and appraised and specifically listed on your policy on a rider or a floater. People refer to it different ways. Mm-hmm. But that will give you better coverage for the item, including mysterious disappearance, and when you list something, there's no deductible. Okay. So if you've got a lot of jewelry, list it out, take pictures, and tell your insurance agent. My goodness. So, um, gosh, would you want to stick on homes or do you want to go to businesses? Uh, we can talk about business insurance a little bit. All right. It's all Andy all the time, folks. So uh, <laughs> just like on the personal insurance side, you've got your home insurance, your auto, and your valuables. You know, for a standard business, you're still covering property, and you have a liability exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your standard business policies uh, are done a little differently, where based on the classification of your business, whether you're a law firm, a doctor's office, a manufacturer, uh, the rates and programs are all offered differently. Uh, but those products are pretty straightforward. Uh, but also you've got to cover your employees, mm-hmm. and that's done by workers' compensation coverage. Okay. And there are hundreds of classification codes based on what that employee does. Mm-hmm. Every type of manufacturer has a different pricing code. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you're a clerical person or a salesperson or a driver, those rates are all determined uh, based on the code and the payroll. Uh, but newer issues we're seeing in the industry, how many of you have been exposed to a identity theft or a data breach? Okay, show of hands, how many of you have been exposed to a data breach or identity theft? Well, data breach. Probably most of us. Two out of three of us in the room raised our hands. So... <laughs> There are coverages now that businesses can buy to protect their confidential data uh, that if it's stolen, they're not going to be out of business trying to follow the laws that the government has put out about credit monitoring and notification, which can be very expensive. So if you were a target several years ago, Mm -hmm. that claim was over a hundred and something million dollars that they had. And it came in from a contractor that accessed a target system. Mm -hmm. The contractor got hacked. Target didn't. Oh, so Target was not on the hook for the data breach. The well, they were. They were. But it came through their contractor that they used. Well, did the contractor pay anything towards the data breach? Maybe they had a million dollars of coverage, if that. So, uh, little things. Wow. There are also coverages out there for called to protect the employer from a wrongful termination, sexual harassment, or age or gender discrimination, and that's called employment practices liability. Hmm. You can fire an employee for cause... They show up late, don't show up at all, but then they come back after you and say, you fired me because I'm too old, I'm too overweight, or some other criteria that right. they think you base the decision on. And now you have to defend yourself. The standard policies don't cover you for that, but these specialty coverages do. So are these specialty coverages so that the business owner can afford to pay an attorney? Exactly. A lot of times you're getting defense coverage okay. in those areas. Wow. And we've seen cases run fifty dollars to $100,000 in defense. Even though you do everything right as the employer, mm-hmm. you can spend a lot to protect yourself, and these policies will help you with that. So the employer in those instances should be documenting what's going on with the employee. I mean, I would say document, document, document before you fire someone. Correct. And actually, some of the companies that write these uh, policies have free legal advice to make sure you fire the person or terminate them appropriately and you follow all the right steps gee whiz man we're in a litigious world um well i uh and and because i wasn't really pnc minded at the time i was out writing the health insurance on a uh, granite countertop company one time and the hr lady was telling us all kind of stories of things that would go on and she said that there was um a man that worked there and they were 
firing him. They were letting him go, but he, th- I don't know if there was something about, disab- it must have been disability insurance. He walked back into the shop and put his hand on the table saw so that he wouldn't have to, well, he couldn't work with his hand, but he was getting fired, but he hadn't been walked out yet or the papers weren't done yet, so he caused himself a disability so that he would continue to get some money. I just think that's nuts. Apparently, I like stories about things that are nuts. Well, you really, as a business owner and an individual, you have to protect yourself from being sued. Mm -hmm. And having insurance is the best way to do it. Yeah. My goodness. Well, folks, we're close to the end of our show. Um, I want to make sure that you send us your questions. I mean, send me your very general insurance questions. If you've got property, casualty, business-type insurance questions, definitely uh, send those to Andy. Um, let's give them our information one more time, and then we'll have just another minute to wrap sure. up. The best way to reach me in my office is at 404-633-6332. And my email is andy at siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L, insurance.com. Yep, and if you want to email me, that's idealsolutions at gmail.com. And that's also I-D-I-E-H-L solutions at gmail.com y'all thank you so much for tuning in and being with us today it's always a pleasure to come to you and talk about insurance I really really do love talking about insurance and it's it's just wonderful for me to have so many great friends in the industry for such a long period of time Andy I want to thank you so much for being with us here today and taking time out of your busy schedule to inform our listeners well thanks for inviting me out. I enjoyed it. Okay, great. All right, folks, we will see you next week or hear you next week at the same time, 11 a.m. on Thursdays at America's Web Radio. This is Ellen Deal, and I'm your host of The Insurance Deal. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.